This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hi, everyone. This is Nat. And it's Joe. And welcome to another episode of the Getting Better with Age podcast. So I have a question for you, like I do on every episode, I think. Um, Do you often feel guilty for doing things or for maybe not doing things? Do you sometimes feel guilty for saying no, but you think you should be saying yes or saying yes, but you think you should be saying no? Do those feelings sometimes overwhelm you and you just feel like you're never making the right decision? Do you know what I, I mean? I take it this is something you struggle with. Yeah. Okay. That would be something called guilt. Guilt. Oh. <laughs> so those of you who are Italian or who are Catholic or subscribe to- Or, or both. Right. Or prescribe <laughs> to some kind of organized religion or culture, you probably suffer with guilt. So- If so, this podcast is specifically for you and it's for Nat because we're going to help her overcome this guilt. (laughs) Now, before we get into that, I do want to say that there's this idea that guys don't feel guilty, like guys are these selfish, hedonistic um, beings who only care about themselves and their feelings and their desires. And I'm not saying that that's not true. There are not moments that a lot of guys will be like that. But it, it is something that we struggle with too, is there's a lot of times where we feel guilty for doing things, for putting ourselves first, especially if we feel it's going to affect those that, that we love. And I think that's something we want to cover today is because what I believe is that really the bigger your heart is, the more you're probably going to feel guilty. So what I've learned in my experience on this planet is those people who have really big hearts, who are just these giant, loving, kind, caring, compassionate people, those are the ones who feel the most guilty. It's the ones who don't have these big hearts. And we're talking about hearts. We're not talking about the size of your physical heart, right? We're talking about (laughs) the energy of your heart. So energetically, individuals who have big, loving, kind hearts, those are the people who feel guilty. And the ones who energetically have small hearts, those are the ones who are selfish, who very often don't feel guilty because they don't really care. They, they, don't, care. they only care about themselves. So for those listening and for you, let's talk about guilt. Why, why do you think you suffer with guilt? Well, like Joe said before, I grew up an Italian Catholic. So I think feeling guilty was a rite of passage. <laughs> so I, 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 I get you that. You get that? Yes, I get that because I grew up Italian and I also grew up, I went to Catholic school for 13 years yeah. from kindergarten to the day I graduated high school. Um, which was one of my greatest joys in life because when I went to college, I'm like, I actually can wear jeans and sneakers. Like I don't have to wear a shirt and a tie and shoes and socks. This is great. I'm loving it. But so we both grew up with the same kind of indoctrination. And again, there are times where I do feel guilty, but it's clear I don't suffer from it as much as you do. And it has not, I don't think it has anything to do with being a guy. I think it just has to do with why we individually struggle. So I get that you grew up in that culture. I get that you grew up in that religion, but why? 
do you still think it's such a tug, emotional tug of war for you? I think because I don't want to feel selfish. Ah. <sighs> and, 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 and I love that you admit that because it's something when I work with, with our clients, you know, I call it healthy selfishness. Yep. I think, and I know some of you listening, healthy selfishness, that, that sounds like an oxymoron. Um, no, but if you really think about it, it's healthy to know when to put yourself first. And I think that's the biggest difference between a lot of men and a lot of women. I think a lot of guys say, you know what? No, I, I know I need to kind of put myself first mm -hmm. here because if I don't put myself first, I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> and we, we kind of learn in our journey that, you know, going through angry, pissed off, judgmental really doesn't serve us. And so we learn that, you know what, there are times. And I think the healthy, uh, emotionally available men, they kind of know, okay, this is when I need to put myself first. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing because I don't love you. I don't do it. I'm not doing because I don't care for you or the kids or family members or, or whatever it may be. It's like, I'm doing this because I love you and care for you. And I know if I don't take care of my needs and do what I need to do to make me happy, well, then I'm not going to be any good for you or anybody else. Right. But as a woman, I don't, we don't think of it that way. We don't think of it as putting ourselves first. We think about it as being concerned for someone else's feelings. Ah, mm -hmm. I see. So what is wrong? Is there a challenge as a woman who was Catholic and Italian <laughs> with putting yourself first? Is there like a belief there that, because if you're, we, we've kind of had this conversation before, like, because we're going to be transparent, right? Because I kind of came up with the title because Natalie said what she wanted to talk about. Oh, right. and, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I think I got the perfect title, like healthy selfishness, how to, how to get over the feeling about putting yourself first. And I was like, no, 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 no. Right? Oh, wait, that's the, I didn't say no, 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 no. Wait a minute. I don't know. Let's go to the videotape. <laughs> we were talking. Okay. So let me preface this by this story. So about a week or two ago, um, I was struggling with sending Christmas cards because I send Christmas cards every single year. And this year I was, again, struggling with it because I'm like, should I send them? Should I not? And I had all these reasons why. And, um, you know, so Joe said to me, he's like, well, when you didn't want to send out the Christmas cards, you were putting yourself first, right? I'm like, well, no, I didn't see it as putting myself first because it's about Christmas cards. It's not about me. But that's where I was like, wait, that's where he kind of made me see. It's like, well, no, it is about me because I, my truth was I wasn't going to, didn't want to send out Christmas cards this year for a variety of reasons. Well, it's kind of hard to send out Christmas cards when you're still getting over, you know, two broken arms yeah, and, and a frozen shoulder. <laughs> no, no, I understand that, but it's not even about the reasons why it's about my truth was I just didn't want to send out the Christmas cards this year for a lot of reasons, but I didn't feel like it was about me, but he made me see that. Well, it really was because it was about my feelings and my truth. So yes, it was about me. And I was actually putting myself and what I felt in my truth first, which is very hard for you, which is very hard for me. But Cause then every time I got a Christmas card from somebody, I was like, Oh man, I got to send one, but I, I didn't. But, and now all of you listening, who didn't get my Christmas card. Now, you know, I, Right. I didn't want anybody to think that, oh, why she's not sending me a Christmas card this year? How come? And then, and then, and then. Well, that's a whole nother story. Uh -huh. But anyway, but again, I, I 
realized that, yes, I was putting myself first. I was putting my feelings first. I was putting my truth first. I was putting my heart first. And that's being selfish. That was being, I guess. See, look, see, do you <laughs> see, see how she struggles? Yes, like, it's said, so no, hard but, for her to say, it's okay to be selfish. Right. But I think here's the thing. <laughs> we grew up feeling that being selfish was negative. Uh, exactly. Right. So when we put the new spin on it of being healthy selfishness, because it's okay to do something for yourself and something's going that's going to really make you feel better without being concerned about someone else's feelings and right. So okay. On. So let's, let's <laughs> play. Let's go through the scenario. I was uh -huh. looking for the words. I wasn't finding them. So we're on an airplane and we we're flying with our kids and their babies. And they tell you before you take off that in the event of the change in air cabin pressure and the mask come down, you put it on yourself first. Mm -hmm. So let's pretend that that's happening. Okay. And we're the plane, plane's bouncing Can up we and down. we're going to Hawaii too? Absolutely. Okay. And, and the kids, are, well, we've been there, but you know, <laughs> let's go someplace we haven't been yet. How about Bora Bora? Bora, Bora. Okay. okay. So the kids are screaming, they're crying and everything. If is is it selfish to put the mask on yourself first? Well, as a mom, it's hard not to do something for your kids first, but I understand because we've talked about this scenario before that but, if I can't breathe or something's going on with me, how am I going to be able to Right. Help so is them? is putting the mask on yourself first being selfish? No. Not in that scenario. Why not? You're putting it you're putting your health, your life first before those children in that instant right because if something right. if something happened right. if something happened to my life i wouldn't be able to help the other right. lives so next it, to me <laughs> so in that moment aren't you being selfish yes okay is that a bad thing in that moment in that moment no okay so is it possible to be loving and be selfish at the same time I've learned that yes is the answer. <laughs> uh, and so those of you listening, I hope you get this. Because one of the reasons when you have a big heart, that you have a hard time putting yourself, your needs, your desires, your feelings first, is because you think doing so makes you a bad person. Right. Yeah, that's it. It's really not true. <laughs> See, it's an illusion. It is an illusion. It's a false truth. It's something that you've bought into that you've been indoctrinated with yes. that leads you to believe that it's true when it's really not. Mm -hmm. Now, if the kids are hungry and they need a meal and you run out and go, you know what? I don't feel like cooking. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to get my hair done. Okay. Is that being selfish? In that moment, yes. Right. So. Unless ahead of time I said, Joe, I'm going to get my hair done. Can you feed the kids? Right. <laughs> and which I would gladly do, which I've gladly done. So in that moment, then being selfish really comes down to the intention and the energy behind it. Yes. So if your intention and energy is to come from a place of love, to do ultimately what is right and best for you and others, is that being selfish? No. Okay. But if your intention and energy is to do something that satisfies you and your ego at the expense of others. That would be selfish. 
that would be selfish. Ah, I hope you're listening to this and, and the lights are going off <laughs> because it's something that can really, really serve. When I learned about healthy, selfish, healthy selfishness, like it was a game changer for me because I realized, again, I grew up in that culture. I grew up in the religion where, you know, being a good person means putting your needs first. Well, what I've learned is that's not being a good person. That's being a martyr. Right. Right. And we know there are a lot of us, especially we grow up Italian, have martyrs in our family. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, and they just think that they have to put everyone and everything first and at the expense of their own happiness, at the expense of their own joy. Yeah. And I think that is very unhealthy to do so. And I think that's why people, what I've learned, and it's funny because there's a story about Mother Teresa and, you know, everybody thought she was this loving, magnanimous, beautiful kind, caring, compassionate mm. woman. And they found her, her journals and in her journals was a lot of anger and a lot of resentment because she being kind and, and putting her needs on the back didn't lead to the result that she really wanted. Mm. And she had, I don't want to say regrets, but there were some reservations and she looked back and said, you know what, maybe I could have done things different. And I thought that was pretty powerful. So, you know, to kind of circle back, it really is the intention and the energy behind it. Right. But I think one of the other challenges is as a woman and maybe as a man too, but is we are too concerned. And I said this before about someone else's feelings, right? So you don't want to hurt somebody or let somebody down. So for instance, another story back in, 2016, um, I was having a lot of female issues. And a lot of female issues. That December, it was December 2016, which eventually culminated into a hysterectomy four months later, but that's another podcast. Anyway, so that Christmas, I was just not doing well. And I'm like, you know, after all the shopping and all the everything, I'm like, I don't think I have it in me to make the Christmas cookies. And, you know, this was six years ago, so the kids were a lot younger, too. So they weren't in much helpful mode. <laughs> um, and I struggled. Do you remember that? I remember the we exact were, conversation. We driving. I, rem I remember exactly where we were. We were stopped at a yep. light um, by the cemetery, making a left right, to come on home. Soldier Hill, yep. Up on Soldier Hill, for those of you who live in the area. <laughs> and so I, I remember exactly that and conversation. And I started crying. I'm like... I don't know what to do. How could I not make my, like everybody knew my Christmas cookies. Well, and right? let me preface it by saying is, is Natalie is a phenomenal baker. And so everybody looks forward to her <laughs> Christmas cookies, you know, family members, friends, neighbors, like, oh, you're making your cookies. And because they all know at Christmas time, they're going to get a tray of Natalie's cookies. So I, I was like, cry, like literally crying because I felt so bad about not being able to do this, but I was figuring out a way that I could. And I finally came to the decision. And a part of it was because like Joe said, everybody looked forward to my cookies. Like my father, you know, my mother loved my biscotti and, and his mother too, Joe's mother too. And, and it was, it was emotionally traumatic. It was, for her. <laughs> it was because I, I felt like that they would feel like let down. I can't believe Natalie didn't make me my cookies this year. You know what I mean? But like, it, it was so much deeper than that, but it, it was so hard for me. And like I said, I literally was crying over making this decision. Like that's how bad it was. And then I realized, and then Christmas went by and nobody had my cookies. And I'm like, Joe, you know what? 
Everybody was okay. The world, the world <laughs> the goes world on. Didn't end. That's it. My father understood. My mother-in-law yeah. understood, and I, everybody I, else understood. And, and and that's the thing with healthy selfishness. Like if you are, hey, you know what? I just don't have the energy. I'm not in the place. I can't do it. And you know, especially in the holidays, it's it's a dark period for some people, and they just don't have the mental yeah. energy to put time and effort into things, or th- or throughout the year as well. And so when you do that, the people that love you go, <laughs> good for you. It's, it's yeah. perfectly okay because they know who you are. Right. They and know I, how you show up in life all the other times. And I think that's the difference. The people who will understand are the people that truly love and care about you. If somebody doesn't understand, they're not a person you want to have in your life. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's how you know. <laughs> and, and that's the key is because one of the things that I've learned early is that you can't please everybody. And no matter how much you try, no matter how big your heart is, no matter how wonderful your intentions are, you can do the best that you can from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, you're still not going to please everybody. And I always joke, you know, not really, but like they crucified the son of God, right? According to scriptures, if that's what you believe. And so if he got crucified, what makes us think everybody's going to love us? Yeah, no, I know. Right. And so it's kind of like, you know, let's just own that. We're not going to please everybody. Everybody's not going to like us. We can't do the right thing all the time. But I think when we show up, we do the best again from our heart with the best of intentions. Life is going to do what life is going to do. Those people who have big hearts, who are kind, caring, who who are on the same wavelength, yeah. you're, you're going to connect and, and they're going to be supportive. Yeah. And those people who don't, who are selfish, like, you know, well, where's my cookies? You know, you couldn't make cookies for me this year. Well, you know what? Sorry, go scratch, you know, go make your, <laughs> own, make cookies, your own cookies, right? You know, <laughs> and, and really get to that point. So it's really important. And that's why I want to share this is it is okay to put your needs first. If you are guilty, it's your stuff. And it's usually because you have a hard time being judged and putting your needs first because you think it makes you a bad person. And and that's a bad thing. And we're here to say that not to be a hedonist where you're just going to do what you want, when you want, how you want at the expense of others. But when you are truly living from your heart, being your highest and true self, there are times where it is absolutely important for you to put yourself first. And And as a family member, as a husband, I want you to put yourself first because I know that if you are putting yourself first, when it is appropriate, according to your heart, you're going to be happier. You're going to be healthier. You're going to be in a better mood. You're going to be a better wife. You're going to be a better mother. You're going to be a better person, all of that stuff. So it's, you know, I've always encouraged you to, Hey, you know, go do this, go do that. Because I understand the importance of, you know, filling up your own tank so you can then be there for everybody else. Well, I think here's the thing. And listen, I could go on for like three hours with all my guilt stories. Three hours, <laughs> three years, that's probably. Kind of that's the cliff notes. No, <laughs> but I, what, what I've learned is in every time it comes up when I do feel guilty, like with the Christmas cards and the Christmas cookies. And, you know, now I, I maybe we should just convert to a different religion. You just want to have to, you won't have to then there's going to be something else I'd have to bake <laughs> anyway. But I, I think the important thing is, and for me and for you, when you, when you feel those guilt feeling coming those guilt feelings coming up, really think about what is true in your heart and what does your heart want? What is your truth? Not about what you think anybody else is going to think or anybody else is going to feel. What is best for you being your truth though? Not again, not being hedonistic, but what's the truth in your heart 
what's the decision that you want to make? Right. And so we're going to give you a little homework, like we always do, a little call to action, because we want you to start implementing what we're talking about. So you can start building those muscles, start building those healthy selfishness muscles. So here's your assignment. Within the next 24 hours, do something to put yourself first, where you normally wouldn't, right? Not like, okay, well, I'm going to go pick up my kid from school when I would normally go for a walk. No, if you normally do that, that's that's part of your normal routine. <laughs> but something where you have a hard time putting it, something that would normally make you feel guilty, whether it's saying no to someone, doing something for yourself and at the expense of what you feel of, of others. You know, maybe it's not cooking dinner tonight, not getting dinner ready, mm-hmm. telling the kids, you know what? Hey, look, I'm really tired. I'm really beat. I'm exhausted. It's going to be mine. I'm not going to yeah. cook dinner tonight. Right. Well, <laughs> so see, I, I just gave her, but that, that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll survive. <laughs> Right. Or, you know, or maybe it's not agreeing to something that you would normally say yes to, you know, it's like, well, again, somebody invites you out. It's like, you don't want to go, but you have a hard time saying no. And it's like, you know what? Sorry, I would love to, but I need the time for myself or I'm just going to unwind or I'm just going to stay in tonight, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So just do one thing in the next 24 hours. And here's the thing is notice how you feel afterwards. Notice, does that guilt expand or do you go, Hey, you know what? actually feel better because I believe when you act accordingly to what your heart desires, you Mm -hmm. always, always feel better. So that's it. Anything else before we wrap it up? No, just live your truth. That's the, that's, that's what I've learned. That's it. That's what this journey (laughs) is about coming home. Okay. So there's your homework. Go do it. Let us know how you made out. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. And then before we go, please follow, go and follow this wherever you're listening to whatever platform and please, if you can, rate and oh, review yes. the show. That helps, please. again, gets the <laughs> message out there, the algorithms that love seeing that. And it really helps spread the word and helps this connect with others. And most importantly, share it with someone you love. If you know someone, a friend, a family member who is guilty, you know, if you're Italian, you know, or <laughs> Spanish or Korean, whatever, and you have a whatever big family, send it to everybody, <laughs> all those ones who feel guilty. And just... You know, tell them it's okay yeah. to put your needs where your needs first sometimes, and to be selfish. And that you know, us men, we're, we're going to love you in spite of it. So that's it. Um, I guess this is it. The last show before you know Christmas for for us and those for who are us, those yeah. who are celebrating Hanukkah. We wish you all the Merry best. Merry Christmas on your holidays, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, whatever else is out there. Just joy yeah. and love to everyone. That's it, and we'll <laughs> we'll see you later. Much love. All right, love. bye.